Welcome to tonight's edition of I Saw the Light, the podcast that brings into focus the light of Christ. Tonight, the light shines on the 2021 Olympics. I'm your host, Calvin Cassidy. The Olympics, scheduled to start Friday, July 23rd, 2021, will be very different than any Olympic Games in recent history. When I began researching this subject, I was planning to discuss some light light items like new sports or maybe some new talent and some other details of this COVID version of the world's premier athletic event. But then I realized the heart of the competition is the Olympic spirit, the building of a peaceful and better world. This requires mutual understanding with a spirit of friendship, solidarity, and fairness. It's the power of the dream. My question for tonight, will there be enough of the Olympic spirit remaining after all the restrictions to overcome the COVID-19 pandemic? The results of research reveal that there are great changes in all areas of the event. To begin, the games scheduled to start on July 23rd, 2021, is a year late. While my research acknowledges the cancellation of the games on three occasions, they have never been postponed. So, history is made. The city of Tokyo is probably wishing they could walk back their decision to continue the games that are supposed to bring great benefit to the host countries. Much infrastructure dollars and other pre-event costs were allocated previous to the 2020 scheduled games. But much of that was to be recouped by ticket sales and tourism dollars from spectators, athletes, and other participating in the event. The decision was made to allow only athletes and limited coaching personnel to attend events struck back hard on the host city's attempt to recover the huge holdover debt plus the new debt incurred by postponing for a year. $800 million was lost in ticket sales alone. In the beginning, locals were to be allowed to attend, filling up up to 50% of a venue or a total number of 10,000 per venue. But with the declaration of a new health emergency, no spectators will be allowed in any venues in the city. No spectators, no fans, no vendors, no sold out hotels, and restricted transportation into the city and the country will account for billions of dollars in lost revenue. You can't even buy a beer in the area of Olympic contest events and lodging. If you can find a fan, their spirited celebrations will not even be allowed. To counter 
the spread of the virus. This is a major hit on finances and also takes a big chunk out of that Olympic spirit. So I guess we will all be spectators in front of our big screen televisions where we can share as loud as we want, eat our oriental carryout, and have a beer. Actually, broadcast rights for the games will provide some much needed revenue. But with no spectators, no families, no friends, how's the broadcast media going to hold the public's interest? In the past, hours of television time was spent in family interviews with and interviews of with friends and fans and there were lots of human interest stories on the athletes, the coaches and even the host country. Viewers will get their first look at empty venues if you tune in for the opening ceremonies. This is a political event and you can bet that they will bend the rules and entertain local and global dignitaries. While the parade of nations will go on, national delegations are being limited. That's about all the information that is available on the opening events at this time. Oh yes, the cauldron will be lit. Now, let us look back how the changes are going to affect the athletes. The International Olympic Committee has put together a special playbook of rules in regard to the athletes. Athletes must wear masks and practice physical distancing at all times. Celebratory high fives, hugs, and handshakes are discouraged. Athletes are not permitted on public transportation unless it is the only option to reach their venue. Tourism for athletes will not be allowed. They cannot walk around the city and visit tourist areas, shops, restaurants, bars, gyms, or anything else. Athletes and sports-specific team officials may only stay in Japan in Japan for 48 hours after their competition has been completed or after they have been eliminated if they do not make it until the end of the competition. And finally, the International Olympic Committee confirms that there will be a change to the medal ceremonies. Usually, the medals are placed around the necks of winning athletes. This year, the winners of each event will be presented with medals on a tray, and the athletes will pick up their medal and put it on themselves. In some lighter news, there will be five new sports to watch this year. Surfing, sports climbing, 3x3 basketball, karate, and skateboarding. Baseball and softball will return to the games this year. 
But even with all the changes, the games will go on. Several of the stellar athletes and a few countries passed this year, but for those who remain, they will stand together to do their best. It is an honorable thing that Japan and the International Olympic Committee continues to see the value of honest competition. The power of the dream? I'll leave it up to you to decide if the Olympic spirit prevails. Remember, this podcast is a podcast is a part of the I Saw the Light group on Facebook. The LinkedIn I Saw the Light blog, the book Bridging the Gap, A Spiritual Journey to Heaven and Back, and the blog Intermission are all under the umbrella of the ISL group. That's it for tonight. You're listening to I Saw the Light. I'm your host, Calvin Cassidy.